At the session in the morning, somebody asked what kind of skills you need to do the kind of work that the person was presenting. So I thought I would start just by saying that I've taught with technology before, but I'm not a whiz. I don't write code. I don't do anything of that. Um, the way this project came about is that a group of early Americanists were participating in an online discussion, and somebody mentioned the possibility of a wiki for collaborative scholarly work. And um, this was interesting to me, but I didn't know what a wiki was. I had heard of Wikipedia, but um, I confess that I was puzzled. I, I didn't quite understand why the Wiccans were doing this. Um, <laughs> I understood that the sort of collective authorship seemed to fit in with their principles, but I couldn't quite get why an encyclopedia. And I also didn't know who all these Wiccans were with all this time on their hands to do this huge project. So this is a year ago. Um, and then in the spring of um, last year, Pankaj Singh, who is an instructional technologist at Barnard, uh, arranged a workshop to which he invited, or which he coordinated with Dan Beebe and Jonah Boswich, and they presented the wiki as an instructional tool, and I knew that this was what I wanted. Um, why did I want it? Well, part of my interest stemmed in the relate, from the relationship between the course material I was going to be teaching and the wiki as a technology. This course focuses on women as writers and readers in 17th and 18th century America. And it's a period during which ideas about print were shifting. So print was still a relatively new technology then, and many writers saw print as only one of several ways in which they could publish their work. And many, not only women, but especially women, saw scribal publication or the circulation of texts in manuscript form as more appropriate for their purposes than print. In their eyes, print was associated with a loss of control over your work. Publishing in print form meant turning your work over to a printer who would then be selling the work and making money off of your work and you wouldn't be in control of that text. Uh, in contrast, as they saw it, publishing scribally implied a greater connection with one's readers. It meant that your text was going to somebody you know, knew who was then passing it on to somebody they knew, but there was a sort of relationship between, you, between the writer and the reader. Um, and so not only was it less public, which was an issue for women, but it also seemed social rather than commercial. So I hoped that the collaborative nature of the wiki along with the password-restricted audience, would in some sense replicate the scribal communities of colonial women writers for my students. And because this was a Barnard senior seminar, I anticipated the course would have primarily, or even as it turned out, exclusively uh, female students. And so I hope that the parallels among, on the one hand, colonial circles of women reading and writing to and for each other, and on the other hand, this modern community of women readers and writers formed through the course and the wiki would be provocative for my students. Um, more generally, I hope that working with the wiki would shake up my students' sense of what it means to publish, which is something that I've found new technologies to do in the classroom in general. And I hope that the wiki would help me make students aware of the complexities of the relationships among writing and publication, print and reading, and to think about those relationships more flexibly. Uh, so when I set up the wiki, I envisioned my students using the wiki in several ways. Most basically, every student was going to have a participants page. Uh, this is actually a, a photo that got posted at the end of the term. 
but so each student had a participants page with a, on which she posted a brief biography and then links to the other pages that she was going to create in the course of the semester. So she had a commonplace book page, and I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, also a thesis page, which included materials related to various stages of her senior thesis. So her proposal uh, and her working bibliography, and here she has actually her prospectus. Um, many of the individual pages also were assigned to categories. So for example, each student's bibliography was assigned whoops, to the category bibliography, and so the class bibliography page had both shared materials and then a list of the individual students' bibliographies at the end to which you could link, uh, which I hoped would create a sort of collaborative bank of materials that the students could share. Uh, I also planned a collaborative research assignment uh, on the antinomian controversy, which was a religious controversy in early New England. Um, with Dan's help, I created a wiki page that listed a range of scholarly articles about the controversy and where available links actually to the articles themselves in JSTOR or other databanks. And then the students each chose one of these articles and read it and then they could post abstract of the articles that they read directly on the assignment page so that we ended up with a collaborative sort of bibliography of scholarship about Hutchinson. Uh, and because this assignment was due at our second class meeting, it also served as an initiation into the wiki. It gave them a very concrete, small thing to do, which showed them the power of putting a piece of writing together collaboratively. I also plan to have my students study commonplace books um, in which colonial women copied texts that they read and liked for later reading and circulation. And I planned to assign the commonplace book of Milka Martha Moore, who saw herself as preparing an edition of the work of several poets and which it, her book has now been actually printed. So I wanted each student to have a commonplace book page on the wiki and I hope that together that they would form a course-wide commonplace book. And also, having read some materials on corporate use of wiki-based meeting agendas, um, let's go back here, I also decided to see if wiki-based presentations might enliven the somewhat problematic genre of the seminar presentation with which I've struggled and experimented over the years. So for each week of the seminar, I set up a class plan page. So here's one that, as I posted it, which had um, required reading for the seminar as well as a list of further reading options. And each student signed up to, moder to moderate two weekly discussions in the course of the term so that there were generally two or three moderators a week responsible for posting preliminary material, relevant background uh, passages or questions that they wanted the class particularly to consider, and ideas for further reading. And this is, you can see this example of how it turned out. They ended up, this was early in the term. By the end of the term, they were posting a lot of material, but they would post various theoretical materials as well as um, questions and background material that they found useful. Uh, and then other students were asked to read this material in advance of the seminar and to formulate some responses and to post those responses in the discussion tab. And so this was the 
third week of the semester and the first time somebody actually posted. Um, but by the end of the term, we had more of this happening as well. So on the whole, it was a huge success. Uh, first of all, working with the staff at CCNMTL was a real joy. All of the planning discussions about the wiki uh, always helped me think about new possibilities, not only for the wiki, but for teaching the course. And they helped me make the wiki and the course as a whole much richer and much more interesting. And it was, it was just amazing to have so much expertise and so much enthusiasm behind the project. Um, second, once the wiki was running, it was a breeze to use. I've taught before with websites, both those of my own making and with various kinds of course management systems. And a wiki, once constructed, is much easier to manage than other technologies I've used. Um, given the collaborative work that my students did, the most direct comparison is to a course I taught back in 1998, in which each student built her own website and then presented her work on that site. And it worked really well, but this was much easier from the student's end because they didn't have to learn how to build a website, they didn't have to learn to change permissions and FTP files over and all of that, and it meant that I didn't have to take the time out of the class to teach them how to do that, which this was a once a week sem uh, seminar, two hours a week, and that would have just been a prohibitive investment of time. Second of all, it was easier from my end because when the students were building individual websites, I spent a lot of time, any time an assignment went up, setting up links to all of those assignments and you know, they would trickle in, they'd send me an email, I'd build a link. It took a long time and a lot of work here. It was all just automatic and very straightforward. I think we had only one glitch all term and it was very minor. Anytime somebody printed something out for the first few weeks, it said Wikipedia at the top had something to do with some code in a structure that had been borrowed and didn't get erased. Um, aside from that, the pedagogical results were terrific as well. Um, as has always been the case when I've taught with new technologies, the, biz the biggest successes were not where I expected them to be. So some things didn't work as well as I had hoped. For example, um, in the bibliography, students did post their individual bibliographies, which were substantial, but I had hoped that they would post items that they thought would be of general interest to this central page, and if you look at the history, you can see that all the postings on this page are mine, uh, which wasn't my goal. Also, I didn't structure the commonplace book assignment uh, quite tightly enough. Uh, and some of the students posted very rarely. So here's one. Uh, this is a semester's worth of postings for this one student. Um, so I, I confess that going into the end of the term, I was a little disappointed with this. And as I evaluated the process, I decided that I needed to revise the assignment and be more structured about requiring a minimum number of postings. But my disappointment proved to be a bit premature because at the end of this term, I required students to print out their commonplace books and to write a couple of paragraphs about the experience of commonplacing and about the difference between the online form and the printed form that they were going to hand in. And most students added actually quite a few entries that week. And you can see if you look at Laura's history here that uh, there's a big gap between November 10th and then all of a sudden December, from December 4th to December 10th, there's a flurry of postings uh, that she makes. Um, but also their comments were really encouraging. 
in the commonplace book discussion. They were making the kinds of connections I wanted them to make about the impact of reading texts together. One student said, it was as if we were reading a book together and then coming together to share our opinions. And yes, I'm aware that this is what we essentially do in class discussions, but with the commonplace book, instead of simply sharing ideas and opinions, we were sharing preference and text, and in doing so, revealing the ways each of us read the same text. And another student wrote that she was thinking about the commonplace book in terms of our discussion of Milka Martha Moore, who, who in our discussion, people talked about her having selected poetry in terms of what she perceived as social needs rather than necessarily aesthetic qualities. And the student was thinking a lot about the ways that the commonplace books seem to be individually driven rather than communally driven in the class. She said that, um, I did notice there was interplay between our commonplace books in that when Libby posted a picture, others followed. Beyond this, I felt like the quotes people picked for their own books from week to week had more relevance to each other than quotes between different people's books. I thought this was interesting considering that we'd all, we all had complete access to others' material. Although there were similar issues regarding, a pu regarding public-private with posting on the wiki as there were with Milka Martha Moore's, they manifested themselves in different ways. So in the end, even that turned out to be okay, although I'm still going to tweak it a little bit. But the part of the wiki that most exceeded my expectations was the class plan page. These, the assignments for the weekly reading. So I showed you one before, here's another one. Um, while students didn't use the discussion tab as much as they'd hope, I'd hoped the moderators for each seminar meeting worked tremendously hard on their class plans, um, often producing the equivalent of about six typed papers when I, pages when I printed it out just to have in front of me at the seminar table. Uh, most important, the process seemed to help students take ownership of the material. In the past, I've found that student-led discussion often peters out after about 15 minutes, and then they look to me to sort of retake over the class. And this term, I found myself talking for only about 15 minutes total in each two-hour class. And when I spoke, it wasn't to take over the leadership of the discussion so much as to answer a question that they were posing to me as somebody with particular expertise in this material, something like a you know, resident consultant. Several students reported that they hadn't ever had discussions this lively and that they were very surprised by this, especially since only two out of the 12 students had previous experience or even serious prior interest in early American texts because senior seminars are required courses for Barnard English majors, and they often end up selecting courses as much based on the complexities of their schedules as on their interest in the material. So enthusiastic discussion, especially about colonial America, is by no means a given. Um, there was a great moment in which a student moderating discussion raised her hand and looked at me for permission to talk, and another student cut her off even before I could say, you don't need my permission, and said, you don't need to raise your hand. You're moderating. Own it. And that was really, I, th I think, a really powerful way of thinking about what happened. I mean, they took ownership, and that ownership came, came through in, not only in their oral work, but also in their written work. Um, interestingly, while I saw the wiki and the class plan structure as playing a really large role in making this happen, students perceived things quite differently. 
And in fact, there were very few comments on the wiki on their course evaluations, and the ones that they made were very mixed. A couple of them said they didn't really like it, not with great intensity, but you know, they didn't like the wiki so much. A couple of said that it was that it was interesting in various ways. One said it was interesting learning a new medium of communication, the wiki in parentheses, which as an English professor, I read those parentheses hard, um, that you know, the wiki didn't seem, it was interesting, but it wasn't central for them. Um, and when they talked about the discussions and about how good they were, they attributed it to having incredible classmates, uh, fascinating material, and they also thought I was an amazing professor, which was not unpleasant. But they saw, they saw the wiki as um, facilitating their learning rather than dominating it, which I think is a good thing. And it's, it's actually something I also tried to build in with other structures of the course so that there was a great deal of old-fashioned reading, writing, and discussion along with the wiki. And I also wanted to combine the wiki experience with assignments that involved various archives, both digital and physical. So for example, with the support of Barnard's librarians and archivists, I was able to put early copies of several course texts in my students' hands, letting them look at inscriptions, uh, repairs, locks of hair, the kinds of things that you don't see in the digital archive because the digital archive they've tried to preserve the materials that are clean and perfect as much as possible. Um, and then doing that, as well as looking at the digital archive, allowed us to explore the fluid relationship between history and fiction, which I have to say in this week's news seems very timely. Uh, so for example, using the um, Redex collection of early American newspapers, I could call up on screen, let's see the next, it's a little slow. This is the great, this is a newspaper account from the Salem Mercury of 1789 um, of Elizabeth, well, there it is, the tombstone of Elizabeth Whitman who is a real woman on whom the heroine of the novel, The Coquette, was based. And the novel's title page claims that it was founded on fact, but students were, they, their jaws dropped when they saw that uh, the, the author, Hannah Foster, lifted her account of the fictional tombstone from this newspaper, word for word, including the lines, the line breaks. And conversely, they're able to see that fiction led to the creation of material objects, Um, that fiction led to the creation of material objects, um, not only in the form of books, but sometimes in other forms as well. And this is, um, for example, this photograph of the real gravestone erected in memory of the fictional Charlotte Temple, who's a, the heroine of another novel that we studied. And this image was a, an instance of my students moving beyond what I told them about the wiki, because for fear of overwhelming them, I didn't ask them to upload images. But several discovered that they could do this, and I had put a link up here, and then the class plan, the moderators for this week, 
replaced my link to this image with a copy of the image itself. And actually, they're going even further with this because the grave of poor fictional Charlotte is supposedly in Trinity Churchyard, and they planned an extracurricular trip downtown after finals, but the transit strike uh, stymied them. And they're actually going downtown tomorrow afternoon to try to find the grave, and they've promised me, because I can't go, that they're going to put a picture up on the wiki if they find it. Um, so the bottom line is that the wiki worked fantastically well for me. It was easy. It let me do assignments that would have been much more complicated and much less communal in other ways. It helped students to approach theoretical questions I wanted them to explore. And perhaps most dramatically, it contributed to an extraordinary classroom dynamic. It's really been an amazing experience, and I highly recommend it. <laughs>